biscuits and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people! Nazi whale margarine pirates! So far, I've had seven McRibs. Bullabuck! Pole pot pie! I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators! Like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, good morning and aloha, everybody. To everybody out there listening on the airwaves, uh, checking us out on Spotify the next day, and yep. also on Channel 54. I just found out that we're being broadcast today on Channel 54. Oh, really? Yeah, we're being live broadcast. Is that the one that they put in the the hotel rooms? They just pan across like seagulls and beach scenes, and then it just comes to us? Yes, and then it just shows us talking about food and stuff like that. Yeah. It's very <laughs> exciting. And the people at the Four Seasons are like... I wonder what feedback is. And what it's is just us problem solving on the microphone. It's just us eating Reese's pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. And um, we've got not just regular Reese's, but green colored cream, which nobody asked for. Nobody wanted. <laughs> These are Franken-cup Reese's. Oh. Recently, I was in Vegas, and we were watching the, the hotel TV channel. And there was a commercial, but it was Mario Lopez, and he's telling us all about the hotel and all the stuff to do in Vegas and everything. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a good gig for him. He got this Vegas hotel gig. And then we came back from Vegas, and we got married. And then we did a little staycation, and we spent our honeymoon over at the Grand. And I turn on the TV at the Grand, and there's Mario Lopez. Oh, really? He's got, like, a monopoly do you think it's one specific brand or one chain that he's I guess he got some sort of deal with all of the with all of like the the hotel TV channel stuff and I guess he just goes into like a a studio and records mm-hmm. one for every like location that he's in. Well, that could be one option. Another idea in the spirit of Halloween, in the spirit of Frankenweenie Reese's, you could be haunted. By Mario Lopez. By Mario Lopez via <laughs> hotel room TVs. There's worse people that we can be haunted by. You and know what worse I think? ways, too. So on your microphone, do you see a little switch that says minus 20 and zero? Yeah. Is it set to zero or minus 20? Zero. Okay, set it to minus 20. How about that? There we go. Wow. Okay. So that the, sounds the, so good. The, the, mi- the zero, it has like a lot of gain on it. Uh, and it's like boosting the signal a lot. So, I felt super boosted. Yes. Yeah, so like now, too boosted. Now our microphones are on the same level. Oh, perfect. Also, I'm Rhonda Hanson, by the way. Okay. I'm Vince Fody taking <laughs> over for Chuck Thompson. I know you guys are probably wondering why Chuck's not here in the studio. Yeah. Chuck is on vacation. Yeah. Is he, he's at a Buffalo convention. Chuck right? is at, he's at a <laughs> Buffalo convention. That's where he learns all of his knowledge. <laughs> Yes, yeah, he's at a trivia convention. <laughs> he he can't leave until he gets eliminated. Yeah, they um they actually don't ask questions. They just need you to ask questions yes. the whole time. Oh yeah, it's it's too bad I couldn't go. Yeah, unfortunately, it's a uh, nothing but dunk tanks. But yeah, I, I oh did I say good morning and aloha also? Good morning and aloha. Good morning and aloha, everybody. My name is Vince Fody, and this is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. That's usually how we would start the show. Yeah, that's good. We're, but Chuck would be sitting here, so I'm not used to being in the... Oh, Tony, you're taking away our candy? <laughs> no, no, I just eat a couple Kit Kats and a peanut butter cup. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we plugged and we're sponsored by the Frankenweenie Reese's Cups. You have yeah. to eat those. Oh, yeah, you have to eat those. We're doing a mukbang channel. Whether, now whether that, you like it or not. <laughs> now that Chuck and I are going to be being broadcast on Channel 54... 
uh, we're going to start a, a mukbang show where we're just nice. going to eat live on the. So we've come full circle. Yeah. We had when we first started the show, we cooked. We cooked on the radio. Yeah. Which different types of uh, dishes and stuff like that. Vince is doing air quotes. And um, guess what doesn't really travel over text very well is air quotes because <laughs> uh, Chuck invited me to the podcast for the first time. Didn't include air quote quotes or real quotes and asked me to bring like cumin or allspice. Yes. And I brought it and I was like, it's amazing they can cook yeah. at a radio show. And then I realized I'd been had. We actually did we actually did cook a a microwavable lasagna on four twenty. That was probably the best episode that we've ever done of the show. That's like it the was peak fantastic. Of culinary experience based on everything else. There was <laughs> me bringing cumin was the most culinary act that had happened here yeah. and then lasagna and we set off the smoke alarms a couple times oh, as perfect. well so that's good times you, that's how you know magic is happening that's really taking me back you wow you were really with us back all the way back in the beginning yeah when we were just a a a, a newborn radio show being swaddled a little baby it was an infant i still swaddle chuck from time to time you gotta you gotta <laughs> yeah that's how um a co-host relationships stay strong yeah host co-host you swaddle swaddles yep you wet nurse and chuck waddles yeah (laughs) (laughs) um also we're not just sitting here with vince fody anymore yeah it's mr vince fody yes isn't it (laughs) (laughs) i'm not just vince anymore i'm now vince fody is this your first episode back since getting married yes oh okay so uh before chuck and i went on vacation we (laughs) I also took like my fiance at the time, now wife, but more importantly, Chuck and I went on vacation. Yeah. And so plus some uh, other people. We didn't we weren't able to record two of our episodes in the studio, so we we recorded two episodes in the bunker. Uh and then we went on vacation, went to Vegas, and then when we came back I got married. Uh and I had to a bunch Mario of Mario Lopez, you told to us. To Mario Lopez. <laughs> I I married O Lopez. <laughs> married O Lopez. Married O Lopez. Um, and so we got married and then we did our little staycation in the grand and had a great time. And now this is the first episode that we're back. Now, Chuck is actually at Ch- <laughs> Chuck won some sort of sales award Wow! for uh, he sold a bunch of mattresses. Um, that is his job. It just wasn't yeah. a random thing where he's like, I got all these mattresses. It would be weird that wasn't his job <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> where the, the National Mattress Council gave him an award because yeah, like he sold a lot on Craigslist. The Guinness Book of like most mattresses sold by somebody that's not a mattress salesman they're like this guy won like this <laughs> this guy sold so many mattresses yeah. Chuck's and, like i just collect them off the side of the road and they're they're all covered in gravy i'm more concerned about your gravy level and so that so chuck got to go to oahu and it's it's funny i actually back in the day when i first moved to maui i worked for enterprise the car rental company they'll pick you up yeah they will pick you up <laughs> Um, and never they'll pick you up and never let you down. <laughs> yeah, but never they, let you go. They let me down, unfortunately. Oh. Working for Enterprise is kind of like being in a cult. Did you meant me to say let you go? Um, <laughs> <laughs> they will let you out. They're, yeah, they're, they'll they, let you down and they'll let you go. <laughs> yeah, and they'll let you go. Actually, they didn't let me go. I quit oh. because they were uh, they were like terribly understaffed and overworking all of their employees. That's weird. And that I also happened. caught them. 
uh, deleting hours from my paycheck. <gasps> um, yeah, there's a, a lot of shady business practices that these guys are up to. And then they had this weird no gravy in the car rule. Yeah, you weren't like, allowed to eat gravy in the office. You weren't allowed to eat gravy in the car. You're like, all I do is I just carry around a plastic jug with me filled with <laughs> meaty gravy. And some for some weird reason, people have a problem with it. Yeah, I mean, I should get that. I should get that, like, maybe I could get, like, a doctor's note, like, it's my support gravy. Yeah. And then I can sue them for firing me. Yeah. Or make it religious. But, your yes. Reli- your religious affiliation is, like, a... I'm a graviest. Yeah, a thick, a thick sauce. First church of gravy. It, yeah, sauce-related. God, uh, you know, Sauce-ology. devil's in the details, but God is in the gravy. That's true. That's your <laughs> motto. <laughs> That's uh, my new motto. Like the way Brian Michaels carries around sweet tea. You just carry around a jug of gravy (laughs) all the time. Brian used to carry around a jug of sweet tea, and sometimes it was in very questionable containers. Last night, I saw him carrying around a jug of sweet tea. Really? It's present tense, baby. We're in the year 2022, (laughs) and Brian Michaels is still carrying around a jug of sweet tea. So that's Brian Michaels, uh, owner and proprietor of Gilligan's. Hold on. I have a clip of Brian right here. I've crapped everything, man. I crapped a lizard one time. We still don't know what that is, but my <laughs> my sister and my brother-in-law listened to Biscuits and Gravy, and we took them to Gilligan's because we went to go watch the Phillies game. And I was like, that's Brian Michaels. He's the guy who crapped a lizard one time because we, <laughs> yeah. we play that clip on the radio a lot. And they're yeah. like, oh, my God. They the were, Brian Michaels. They were starstruck to <laughs> meet like, Brian Michaels. Do you think we can get him to sign our unmarked our, sweet our tea jug? <laughs> <laughs> It's like a it, he one time he had it in like it was like a like a caster like motor oil container or something yeah. like I hope you wash that out before you put sweet tea in it Brian Does Brian look like somebody that washes something out before he, he, he doesn't uses look it? like he's washed anything <laughs> in at least a decade He was uh, also uh, when we went in there he was wearing a Smokey the Bear shirt and then we went in like a couple days later to watch the Eagles game uh, and he was wearing the same shirt. <laughs> so I don't know if he had never left. He just does laundry really fast. Yeah. Right, Brian? You know, it's it's possible. There's a Seinfeld episode where he's like, maybe when I saw him, he was at the end of the laundry cycle. Yeah. And then he washed it. And then it was at the beginning of the cycle again. Yeah. So we'll give Brian the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Even though in our hardest of hearts. Yeah. We and, know it's true. And so I actually wanted to go to open mic last night, but I've just been... It's been a whirlwind couple of weeks. Yeah, you've had a, only had a week and a half to write married material. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so now I have to I have to go back and I have to write all my married material. Yeah. And the, the dynamic has changed now yeah. because you have a really great take on that as before before you guys got married, you were more at risk. Yes, because as a, as a woman dating a man, you're at a high risk of dying anytime. Right. Like boyfriends kill their girlfriends all the time. But after you get married, I realized like the the role shifted, the power shifted because it's like there's so many wives that killed their husbands. Yeah, statistically, you're more likely to be the killer now that you're the wife. Yeah, and even if I were planning it vocally, I don't know that he would hear me. <laughs> He'd be That's like, what? one of the benefits that popcorn husband's not for dinner? Listening. Okay, huh? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> uh, Evan, if you're listening. It's a joke. Or if you're watching, nobody's watching. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I think usually we're broadcast on channel 53, which is actually this is a new thing for us because when we when we left, 
uh, they weren't they were still in the process of getting the the video live broadcast thing up and going, but now. Uh, this is our first day back where they're actually broadcasting us. Oh wow! So I'm I'm glad that I actually dressed up for radio this, this time. This broad is I'm casted. Wearing, I'm wearing a uh, uh, one of these shirts that Chuck actually bought this for me. It's a uh, it's a shirt that looks like a tuxedo. How much do you miss him on a scale of one to ten? Um, not very much. Oh, I <laughs> I see the truth in your eyes. He looks away, As I'm crying. Yeah, a tear wells up. I looked up into the right. That means I'm lying. Not very much. If I'm you've gonna... ever seen Lie to Me, what I'm was strong. that show? Uh, I am being very strong. <laughs> oh yeah, Lie to Me. Is that I... the where they they they're like lie detector people? Yeah, where they can look at like little micro expressions, right. and tell if you're lying or not. That's what I'm scared about. Did you ever see Ex Machina? Yes. Yeah, so the the robot lady in Ex Machina, mm-hmm. because she can like, she has like microscope eyes yeah. and stuff like that. She can tell if his pupil dilates like a, a nanometer. Well, totally, and that'll and be. And she can read his pulse and everything. So yeah. robots are gonna know if we're lying to them in the future. They'll just be programmed programming assessment that'll be like, oop, eyebrow twitched. Oop, look, that's slightly to the right. Yeah. Oop, I said stuttered, and now it's like mm, the full report here. Is that you're you're full of crap? That's why robots are not going to. That's why we're never going to have like robot girlfriends, hmm. because they'll they'll know immediately. Yeah. She's like, "Do you love me?" And, and you're like, "Yes." Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, does not compute. Like, she'd be like, "What is love?" <laughs> what is? <laughs> she's like, "Of course I love you." And then yeah. just a tear comes down her eye because she yeah. she knows that you're not telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, a little leak of oil right down there. Are eye. you just in in it for my robot body, or do you care about <laughs> yeah. my robot personality? Is this because I'll never rage if you keep using <laughs> non-corrosive materials on me? <laughs> Baby, I want you to age with me. That's why I only use corrosive materials. Yeah, that's why I spray you with salt water every night. <laughs> spray you down. <laughs> just drop my robot in the ocean at the end of the night yeah. to wash her off. Yeah, I don't want to go to the beach anymore. <laughs> <laughs> when it hurts. I when I was younger, I tried to wash. Uh, we were at the beach, and uh, my dad had a bunch of dirt on his car, and so I tried to be nice and wash his car off with the ocean water. Oh, yikes. Yeah, he wasn't stoked about that. Mm, is that why he didn't come to your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he didn't come to your wedding. I don't know if there's My anything. dad was at the wedding. Oh, okay. That's why you didn't come to my wedding. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I tried to wash your car with ocean water. Yeah. Sorry uh, about that, Rhonda. Dead to me. Um, I par- actually live in Wailuku, so my uh, my car gets washed with ocean water every day. All the, every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's got to be It's just rough. like a thick film. I'm, I can't keep up with the, the uh, windshield wa- wiper fluid. Oh. That that part of my car is just like, just use the heater once in a while. We- <laughs> <laughs> you use me so much. We, I parked my, used to park my car where our sprinklers were, and I was getting all of these like mineral deposits on my windshield, and I was like, where is this coming from? And then it turned out it was coming from the sprinklers. And apparently, this is like a huge problem where people who park their cars near sprinklers, I had to Google this, but apparently if you park your car near a sprinkler, almost all, all sprinkler systems have like mineral deposits that leave these water stains on your windshield, and it's just not good. I'm picturing like at your house, like across the like largest wall in your living room is like all the red string tied to oh. like the suspects <laughs> of like, and you're like all these printed out reddit forums of like the signs are all there man they're trying to get me the sprinklers are getting me and you know who's 
Who's shoving that water up through the sprinklers? The lizard people lizard that people. live underground. Exactly. It's yeah. and also the mole people. And oh. Chuds. And <laughs> Chuds. Do you know about Chuds? No. Chuds Wait, is, is that an acronym. It, for what? Cannibalistic human underground dwellers. Oh. No. Yeah. I, it sounded like um in it, the book, there's they refer to like this kind of like omnipotent being and it sounds like Chud. But, okay. But I don't think that's what they're referring to. Cannibalistic humanoid underground, underground dwellers. dwellers. Yeah, chuds. Tony can tell you all about chuds. Chubs would be chubs. Underground beings. Underground beings. Chubs. Yeah. Chubby hubbies. Chubby chuddies. Ch- chubs <laughs> are just fat people that live underground. <laughs> yeah. um, we're trying to raise awareness about it. Yeah. Um, back to what you were saying about uh, gravy being my religion. I don't. I don't know if you're aware about the flying spaghetti monster. Gravy is my religion. <laughs> Gravy is my religion. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, repeat what you're saying. Are I you familiar with the, the flying spaghetti monster? No. Okay, well, there's flying spaghetti monster is uh, a form of atheism where people who are atheists will say they believe in a flying spaghetti monster because it's like if you can't, yeah. if you can't disprove something, that doesn't mean that you should base a religion around it. Yeah, it's like that idea of like just with talking to somebody with no knowledge of any type of religion at all right pitching one thing is kind of just as preposterous as pitching yeah. another so if you if you say that the the universe was created by a flying spaghetti monster that lives far out in space and it's invisible and all powerful and you can't see it you can't disprove that so just because yep. you can't disprove something doesn't mean that there's evidence for it yeah um, and you know what you can prove spaghetti you can prove spaghetti. Spaghetti yeah. does actually exist. And yeah. so <clears throat> there's like this running joke among atheists that God is a flying spaghetti monster. So if you ever see a picture, like a guy wearing a T-shirt that says that has like a picture of like a flying spaghetti monster mm-hmm. on it is, or it says FSM, FSM is flying spaghetti monster. It's actually probably going to be me. I was just going <laughs> to say, I was like going through the list. This reminds me of when Vince You're- was telling me how great Breaking Bad was. And then he's like, if you see somebody in a Breaking Bad shirt, now you're no- going to know what it's about. And guess who I just see in a Breaking Bad shirt yeah, all the time? It's just me. It's just Vince. <laughs> <laughs> I told him like a year ago, I was like, I started Breaking Bad. <laughs> and he's like, finally. Yes. I was very excited. Yeah. And so people who believe in flying spaghetti monster are called pastafarians. That's so fun. Yeah. I love Isn't that. Isn't that great? That's good. Um, it's the most carb-filled religion. Oh. Um, and then... <laughs> And it's my religion. Because they only give you a little bit of bread at church. Yeah. But flying spaghetti monsters, if you're in if you're a pastafari and you get to eat pasta all the time. Carbs is my religion. <laughs> Carbs is my religion. <laughs> I like that Oprah commercial where she's like, I love bread. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. She had like a Hulu commercial and I don't remember what it was for, but I just remember Oprah going, I love bread. It's true. And you know what? That's one of the few things where me and Oprah actually agree. It's a universal truth. Yeah. Bread is awesome. And so, fun fact, if you have your religion down as Pastafarian, because the DMV has to allow you to wear religious headgear when you're taking your driver's license photo, the official religious headgear for Pastafarians is to have a pasta strainer, like a, like a colander <laughs> on your head. <laughs> I was trying to think in my head. I was like, a pile of spaghetti? A pile of spaghetti. No, so this is actually true. So there there are people who legally uh, exercise their right to go and get their driver's license picture taken with a colander on their head. Ironically, those people probably actually don't exercise. (laughs) 
<laughs> they're like, I'm just exercising my spaghetti rights. These are yeah, but it's it's a real thing. So I actually considered doing it. I had to get my I had to get my um my driver's license photo renewed uh uh during COVID actually. I think mm. it was twenty twenty 2021 somewhere around there and i considered doing it but i was like the dmv people already don't like me they'll murder you they're they'll murder you if you wear a strainer on your head you're gonna get like they they already have an aversion to white people and so a white person with a spaghetti strainer on their head they're probably just gonna any people i've like i've cried in a dmv before and i'm not afraid to admit it (laughs) and i did it to get what i wanted i was just like i have tried part of it was frustration but i'm like i had to change my name after marriage to, on my driver's license oh and my God, that sounds so annoying. like on my like registration and all this stuff and i had all these things prepared and i'm sorry diana if you're listening i'm sorry for what you're about to go through <laughs> oh yeah for- it's uh <laughs> diana straight up not a good time bro uh and so then I had to first change it with the social security department and I had like proof of the name change on my, all my documents brought everything. And they're like, Hmm, this isn't enough. We, we would rather just have another piece of paper that has your other name on it, your new name. And I was like, I'm supposed to change it with you guys first. I'm like, you're like the second people I go to. I don't have that many more. And they're like, just come back. And I'm like, you don't know what I've been through to get here. Please just like ask somebody that will tell you it's fine. Just like push the papers through. Look at me. I brought. I have a folder. It's like, a physical please, folder. Dude, <laughs> I brought my trapper keeper. It's <laughs> yeah. filled with cable bills and <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and social security cards. Please. Yeah, I haven't had anything. My birth certificate, my passport. Yeah, I, there's a fingerprint of my blood on here. I just I cut yeah. my finger left a fingerprint of blood <laughs> just in case you guys would need that and you're i still... had the same thing but it was spaghetti sauce oh yeah yeah and then they're like what's that colander for sir and you're like nothing nothing <laughs> it's like if it'll expedite the process i'll take the colander off instead of a folder but you carry tra- all your documents you're in trampling a my constitutional rights if, <laughs> if i still lived in philadelphia i think i would i would force the issue and do it and still be bad yeah but, but the, then, the people here they don't they don't have the they don't have the patience to deal with me wearing a colander on my head but then there's the other like consequences of that action of if you get pulled over by a cop i would just have to keep a colander in my car at all times they're like this doesn't look like you and you're like give me a moment hold on <laughs> Whoop. Oh. well i actually in my <laughs> this is weird i got i made the mistake of getting my driver's license renewed in the in like the one week window of time between when I shaved my beard and when I shaved my mustache, mm. because I've never had in my entire life I've never had a beard and or mustache, uh, and during COVID I grew my beard out just because I had nothing else better yeah. to do, and uh, it was the one time where since I've worked in the food industry, yeah. ser- food service industry for a long time, people I've are never, like ooh yuck. Yeah, especially Just my Diana. my beard. My beard looks gross. <laughs> yeah. My beard doesn't look rich and full and thick like a mountain man. Yeah, my yeah, beard I, looks like I I converted to Islam in prison. I understand how people think you're Jewish. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's very straggly yeah. and mostly sideburns. Yeah. Um, and so I shaved the beard and I kept the mustache because the mustache was actually pretty pretty strong. It was mm-hmm. the strongest part of the the beard mustache combo. 
And I was like, oh, I'll keep the mustache as like a joke. And I kind of did like some Bob's Burgers yeah. cosplay. And that's the photo on your driver's license. I have a mustache. And now it just looks ridiculous because <laughs> I don't like have the mustache anymore. Evil you. And yeah, it does look like evil <laughs> me. I should, I should have had like a little goatee. Yeah. Like she had like, oh, that's just evil Vince. <laughs> oh, that's me in disguise. That's evil Vince with speeding, <laughs> officer. Yeah. It's my twin. It's my a whole twin. deal. He's I won't, evil. won't get into it. Yeah. yeah. So a now, common mistake. So officer. now every time I go to the airport and the guy has to look at my, my driver's license, he'll look at me and then I'll go like this <laughs> and I'll, I'll like put my finger in front of my, in front of my lip to make a little mustache. And, and then, then they then, say you have to have a full pat down. He's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, step into the other line, sir. I'm like, oh no, ah. it's happened again. No one's ever thought that was funny yet. Yet. Someday I'm going to get, I'm going to get a TSA guy. That's cool. That thinks that's funny. You're going to break him. Yeah. You're going to break him. You're going to be like, just wait. Just wait. I've <laughs> the last time we were coming back through TSA, I had so much stuff. I had like a bunch of bags and backpacks and I had a Nintendo Switch in one of them that I had to take out and I had to take your shoes off and everything. But Where I also had guy? I also had a, a full box that was filled with like eight in and out burgers. <laughs> like double double animal yep. styles because i always take a bunch of them put them in a cooler bag and bring them back to maui with me from california or mm -hmm. vegas or wherever we're coming back from and so last time they made me take out the box of burgers and inspect all the burgers and everything they're <laughs> like what's in there i'm like that's in and out and the guy's like oh awesome so he was <laughs> stoked about it and then this time coming back they checked every single thing that i had except the in and out burgers oh wow it was weird that yeah. i was like uh, they're like they took my suitcase and they're like whose suitcase is this i'm like that uh, that's mine and then they're like whose nintendo switch is this whose shoes are these whose backpack is this maybe, i'm like it's all mine maybe they're like we've got this guy's number he's using the burgers as a decoy right he's got something shady hidden in all of his other items all the people that bringing burgers in there, there was like a steel file in my burger <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Which well, makes sense if you're smuggling into a prison, but not if you're just smuggling it back to Maui. You, I, you're allowed to have steel files on A bunch Maui. of little mini bottles of water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was super annoying. I accidentally, on our way to the airport, my stomach was hurting me, so I filled up my bottle with a little Gosh, bit of soda water. You're that guy in line at the airport. And then it's all I, adding up. And uh, usually I always dump my water out, but while we were in line at the airport, they didn't have the little the little bucket. Yeah. where you usually dump out all your water. So I didn't remember to dump out my water. And then when we got inside, I went all the way through security and everything, sat, went through line, went through security. And then they're like, oh, whose bag is this? And they pulled out and there's like, there's like this much water, just, you know, like a quarter of a cup of water at the bottom of the water bottle. And they're like, uh, we don't have, usually they have a thing where they can just dump it. Yeah. But the guy's like, I don't know where the thing is. So you have to like go outside and go through everything again. Uh. So... I mean, fortunately, we were in Maui, and it only takes, like, five minutes to go through security at yeah. Maui. Anyway. And there's, like, a native fern growing five feet away at any time. You can just chuck it yeah, in, Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, I felt, actually, it was nice to give some water back to the Aina. Yeah. We, some sparkling water, nonetheless. Because wa plants don't usually get, like, sparkling water. It's, like, a nice little treat them. for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, well, does it? Because they make CO2, right? I feel like if it were good for them, people would... No, plants breathe CO2. Yeah, but... Because we breathe in oxygen and we breathe out CO2. Plants 
breathe in our CO2 and they breathe out oxygen for us. It's a symbiotic relationship. So I feel sparkling water is uh, it's a, a little two-hit combo for them. It'll be a question for Chuck next week of the Knowledge Buffalo. Okay. But on, uh, oh, <laughs> I will say when we, when we go through the security line. I'll write that down for follow-up <laughs> junction. When we go through the security line, I always specifically pack an empty reusable water bottle that I just don't touch prior to the flight. Oh, that's what I always do. After, um, but Evan brings his he bottle that he to dump it out. It's like the bottle he uses every day, and right. so we are never more hydrated than five minutes before going through security because he's like, "Crap!" He's like, "I, I have a full thing of water." So he's just pounding water in <laughs> the TSA just, like, line. We're just taking turns, like taking hits <laughs> off the water, just being like. Get it down. Oh, and then, it, of course, immediately after, then we have to go pee, get on the plane, and then we're just, like, waiting for the unbuckle seatbelt sign because it's like, I got to take a piss. Can you say I, P-I-S-S on the radio? Tony? Well, Tony's not there. There's so no we answer. Can do, we ain't We can do whatever censored. we want. Can you say piss on TV? <laughs> That's the question. Actually, oh, wait. There's the song. I believe on, I believe on, on Akaku, you can say whatever you want, right? Piss. Piss? Yeah. Fine. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, because it was the, the Cause he Dave Chappelle it. song. Just no F word and no piss, 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 piss. X words? So, no F words. You can't say xylophone? We can't say Frankenweenie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can say kazoo. Kazoo, okay. Kazoo. There you go. That's okay. a real C word. Suck my kazoo. Frankenweenie sounds like John Wayne Bobbitt. I will say these Frankenweenie. Do you know who John Wayne Bobbitt is? No. Okay. So I actually made a reference like uh, about John Wayne Bobbitt um, about a month ago because I I waited on a guy whose name was John Bobbitt. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I wonder if that's the guy. Um, and nobody knew who I was talking about. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. So be, I'll save you the, the, the trouble of Googling it right now. Okay. Uh, John Wayne Bobbitt was a guy from the 90s who his wife caught him cheating on her and then she cut his penis off. Wow. Yeah. This is this it's all full circle comes back to that statistic we were talking about earlier. Right, exactly. Yeah. So you're saying that they must have been married. Yeah, well you said wife. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was his wife cuz <laughs> uh, her name was Lorena Bobbitt. So she she oh. achieved infamy, Lorena yes. Bobbitt by I didn't cutting know his her name. husband's member off. Yeah. Um not a lot of good John Wayne's. No, John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. There's John Wayne Bobbitt. There's just John Wayne. And then there's John Wayne, who also, not that great. Oh, unless you ask my mom. She loves him. My dad loves John Wayne, <laughs> and I don't think that he knows that John Wayne was a cl closeted homosexual, and I can't bring myself to, to tell him. To boomers, facts aren't really super important. Facts don't <laughs> exist anymore to boomers. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's like uh, cancel culture is like this whole demonized thing, but in reality, it's like, we're just talking about something someone did. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you want to know? <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like you if you're like a landlord renting to someone, they're like, yeah, I kind of have this thing where I just like burn down houses I rent. It's kind of this weird yeah. thing about me. And they're like, oh, don't worry. We won't cancel you for that. We're not going to cancel you for that. Yeah. That's, that's what, what I like to say. It's not cancel culture. It's just consequence culture. Yeah. Like people are finally just having to deal with consequences for their actions. Yeah. And it's also like an idea that I don't think has been a foreign one. It just has a name now that like you wouldn't want to hang out with or support somebody. Like if you had a friend that's like, Oh yeah, he's just going around and flashing his Frankenweenie to everyone. Yeah. You'd be like, mm, we're not going to hang out with 
right. Brian. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I do feel like it's it's like now just everybody is upset that everybody has to face consequences and not just like poor people and minorities. Well, and it's like there's like a tiny bit of historical reference too of like we're looking way back in 2018 <laughs> and they're like whoa right like i i believe that john wayne was uh he was very conservative and i forget he they recently canceled him for something too mm. i forget exactly what he did if you remember what john wayne did that got him canceled give us a call 808-873-3435 i don't really remember exactly what it was but at a certain point like people were just products of their time and their environment yeah. as well. So, I mean, like, I feel like canceling people can go back. I mean, how, how far can you go back before, well, and before then, you, before you can stop canceling people? It's also because, like how strong like is Kevin Hart got something canceled for something that he did like 10 years ago. Yeah. But he's still like how canceled is canceled yeah. because it's like, he's still getting jobs. He's still, it's just like a period of time where everybody's he like, just lost hmm. being able to host the Oscars that yeah. one time. Yeah. And, uh, like, when you look at, like, Michael Jackson, he's, yeah. I mean, by and large, been canceled. I don't know if you've seen uh, Leaving Neverland. Oh. But it's incredibly... Well, I don't know if you've seen my wedding dance playlist, but it featured no less than two Michael Jackson songs. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's it was a, like... You go into a Safeway, who's pumping through the radio? Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, because Michael Jackson, people always knew what he was up to, but... There's there's this weird level of you have to be in order to get away with something on that level you just have to be really 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 good at what you do. It's all a it's like those those diagrams where it's like the more famous you are, the more crap you can get away with. Right, and then even Bill Cosby. yeah, well uh, well Bill Cosby yeah exactly Bill Cosby was a was a a comic icon, and he. He uh, did some very bad things, mm-hmm. um, but he was I guess he wasn't good enough to get away with as much as he did. Like, Kobe sexually assaulted that one lady, and people were like, all right, you have to be super-duper good at basketball to get away with this, yeah. but Kobe was really good, and it was just that one lady. Yeah. So I think and they I think let him time, get away with it. Time heals all wounds, too. When stuff comes out, there's going to be a period of time where people are like, ooh, where that's what your name's associated with. There's yeah. that knee-jerk reaction where you're like, ooh. Well, I mean, also, to be fair to Bill Cosby, he did get away with it for a very long <laughs> yeah. time. It the wasn't definition of getting away with it. Because he actually literally just got away with it, and it wasn't till everybody it wasn't until Hannibal Barris just reminded everybody about yeah. Bill Cosby that people were like oh yeah we forgot about that oh, well yeah. now Ron we're canceling Jeremy. people what do you say I don't know did you say Ron Jeremy is he canceled that's Ron- not surprising to me Ron Jeremy got in trouble because he also sexually assaulted somebody um, while they weren't doing porn mm. there was there- while they were here in Hawaii too while you're shooting in Hawaii wow it's a fun oh. Hawaii fact did they say that on the Mario Lopez? Oh. I don't even think Chuck. I don't even think Chuck and I knew that oh, that uh, it happened. But he, I think he sexually assaulted multiple people. But um, in the Mario Lopez like information about Hawaii and the resort, <laughs> did he did. include that fact? They did. It was like <laughs> press six to check out uh, yeah. via your TV, and press seven to learn about the history of Ron Jeremy's sexual assault here <laughs> in the great state of Hawaii. Uh, my husband texted me and said, "Cancel King Tut." 
canceled King Tut. Yeah, I don't know what the reference is to that. Oh, he was just a kid. He didn't know what he was doing. What did Wasn't he King do? Tut was only like 14 or something, right? Maybe. Oh, I don't know what he did. But, I don't know what he did But either. he was still a minor. <laughs> he's, a, he's a minor. <laughs> it was and minor. And he led a nation. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so it's weird. Like Michael Jackson was so good at singing and dancing that and they're so like, famous. He, became he so was, big. he was so famous that they're like, he's already so ingrained in the culture. Like Halloween's coming around. What am I not going to listen to thriller? Yeah. You have to. Yeah. I went um, I, prior I mean, to, watch- I feel bad for the victims, but there's a certain <sighs> level where there's stuff that just permeates a culture that that's that's part of it now and yeah. i think there's a certain separation there's also a lot of denial about the I fact f- that he did anything i feel like bill cosby his his time had passed because he wasn't like during like the the 70s 80s 90s he was huge part of our culture yeah but then once he stopped being so relevant then they were able to get him well and it's like the the content that he created i feel like people are like I'm okay with living without that forever. But yeah. Billie Jean? Billie Jean? I don't think he touched those kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't think so. That's rough. Yeah. That's why I'm surprised R. Kelly got away with it for so long. Because R. Kelly, I don't really feel like he was that good. I yeah. mean, there's a lot. I mean, like, I, like I believe I Can Fly is pretty good. Ignition. Ignition. Remix to the Ignition. remix to Ignition. Yeah. <laughs> I won't sing it, even though I want to. Um, R. But, Kelly was a hard hit for me. Oh yeah, that that was a that was a tough blow. <laughs> Michael Jackson too. I saw his. Um, if you hear weird sounds of like uh, someone eating a Frankenweenie in the background, <laughs> listeners, it's I think there's a ghost in here. It's a Frank Franken cup. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're eating Reese's Halloween candy called Franken cup. Is it but, is it actually green? Yeah, it's good too. It's like kind of like a white chocolate flavor on the bottom. Oh wow! It, but uh, it's not mint. No. But, uh, yeah, I saw the... I'm so used to mint being equated with green. That's a scary that part. When I eat something it's... that's... Yeah. Ooh, I, it's so spooky. It's green, it's but it's not, not mint. mint. It's like uh. Nickelodeon gack or something. Yeah. That's what they... Um, if the package were bigger, they would include that statement on it. <laughs> Just a small <laughs> Reese's package. But uh, I saw the Cirque du Soleil of Michael Jackson, the This Is It, at in Vegas, like a year before watching Leaving Neverland. Oh yeah, and it was perfect timing because I watched it. Watched this is it. I was fully in belief that like he didn't do anything wrong, and people just really like prosecuting, you know, people that are out of the ordinary, especially in the media. He's like had a lot in his life happen and all this crap, and Mm-mm. then I watched. No, Rhonda. <laughs> yeah, I watched this is it that the Cirque du Soleil, and it was just so heartwarming, and it was like so nostalgic. And, so like, you were happy that you could enjoy that yeah. at the time before learning about. Yeah, his leave, monstrous acts. Leaving Neverland, I was like, okay, I guess we'll watch this. And then it was like, it was so heavy that we could do like a, an episode at a time. And it was yeah. like, oh. Um, yeah. Is that maybe that's why they should play Thriller around Halloween? Just because Spooky. Michael Jackson's scary for another reason now. Just yeah. the kids. It's like, ooh, Michael Jackson's gonna get you. Scary. <laughs> it's like Michael Jackson's not real. Oh no. He uh, was real, all right. I, but even even when like they, they've always known that what Michael Jackson was up to. I was just thinking about that's, like that's all of thing. like all of the media, <laughs> like all of the episodes, all of the references throughout. Like like even when I was a kid, there was jokes about Michael Jackson. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and, and then they and, had like 
the creepy part of when you watch Leaving Neverland is like all of the people who he employed that helped facilitate right that that stuff going on because that's the creepy part is like in your mind you like demonize a, a predator like that but then yeah. there's like the other end of I'm just realizing this is a comedy About podcast all, all the <laughs> comedy pe- radio show <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> to, can we play some fart noises or something <laughs> hold on Right here. <laughs> Bend over, Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe. <laughs> That's uh, too soon. <laughs> here come the meat sweats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Abigail May was one of his victims. <laughs> Uh, actually, that's one of the things that I was that really struck me about the Jeffrey Dahmer case. Have you been watching Dahmer on Netflix? Yeah, because for a long time, everyone was like, he makes such good music and he's so Jeffrey nice. Dahmer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, one of the things that you don't realize is that, I mean, if anybody that watches true crime uh, shows or is a fan of true crime podcasts, they, they, they often talk about something called the lesser dead. And these are victims where people just don't care about them, yeah. which is why serial killers tend to prey on black prostitutes. Black yeah. female prostitutes are pretty much the most ignored uh, victims of and all time. Jeffrey Dahmer during that time was a lot of um, people in the homosexual community. Right. A lot of in gay the, in men, the black, gay, gay black community. Men. Yeah. And so it wasn't that Jeffrey Dahmer was killing gay black men because he was a homophobe or because he was racist. Yeah. It's just that those were the easiest people to kill and get away with it. And yeah. as much as Jeffrey Dahmer was a monster, if the police had just been doing their job, that he would have been caught after like one after like one or two murders. Yeah. But it was only because he was he was operating in this community that was not being policed at all and where the police like really just did not care whatsoever. They just allowed him to fester. And it was like a statistic that wasn't really being valued of like that kind of idea of like these people are disappearing because of the lifestyle that they choose. And like whether that's drugs or prostitution or homosexuality or poorness (laughs) poorness <laughs> yeah they like you chose the poor life did You're you ever in- see the movie dirty work starring norm mcdonald no so there's a there's this movie called dirty work and there's a very funny scene where these people are in the next room and uh they're they're like being like shot and killed and chopped up with a chainsaw and uh it's it was supposed to be a prank but it was like it went wrong and so like the mafia are like killing all these people in the next room and you you're not seeing it happen you're just hearing it in the next room and so you hear like a chainsaw and 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 the people are describing what's happening and Mm -hmm. the camera's just staying on norm mcdonald's face and he's like you're you're cutting me up with a chainsaw and (laughs) and the people are just describing what's happening to them and uh when you when you're watching jeffrey dahmer that it's almost comic because that's like the ladies in her apartment next door and you just hear people like in the next room just being chopped up with chainsaws, yeah. people going, "Oh God!" Oh, yeah, and, and like, vroom, vroom. he's like, "You're cutting me with a chainsaw, and now you're eating me." And the whole time too, <laughs> it's, like, it's like so comic, almost ridiculous on yeah. a comedic level. Because... Why does it smell like <laughs> dead people in here? <laughs> <laughs> and and then the the poor black lady who had to live next door to Jeffrey Dahmer, she's like hearing all this and like, I think there's something going on in the apartment next door, and the cops <laughs> yeah. are like, "No, it's fine. It's fine." <laughs> Yeah, uh, they're like, that's what you get for living here. 
Yeah. Murder. Check out Dirty Work, actually. Yeah, I Nor- will. Norm MacDonald, I'm a big fan of. Uh, he's one of my favorite stand-up comedians. Speak. And he had a he had a very good bit that I sent you because on your podcast yes, you guys were talking about that. the the guy that didn't get to get out of the spaceship and go on the moon. Yep. And then he has a whole bit about that that's super funny. Yeah. Where where they're, he... they're trying to downplay it like it wasn't really <laughs> awesome. He's like, "How was the moon, guys?" They're like, "Well, yeah, it was all right. It's whatever." <laughs> <laughs> you didn't miss if out you, on if much. you like that sort of thing. <laughs> if you like that sort of thing. Yeah, that that bit's really funny, and. uh but speaking of spooky Halloween related stuff, do you guys are you dressing up for Halloween? Do you have costumes? Uh, you know what? Uh, friend of the show, John Boy, actually was saying that I should be Hunter S. Thompson because I would be a good Hunter S. Thompson, and he would be a good his friend, Benicio del Toro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not Benicio del Toro, but the character yes. that Benicio del Toro played yeah. in the movie. That'd be a fun costume. That'd be like an easy one to pull off. But it's like there's there's been so much stuff going on that I haven't even really been thinking about Halloween costume. It's just mm-hmm. like another thing that I have to prepare for. Yeah. So I'm, I'm probably just going to throw together like a last minute Halloween costume. You guys can dress up as a bride and groom. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We've already got the costumes. <laughs> You've got the costumes. Um, it was funny because uh, Diana's birthday was in September uh, and it was right before we were getting ready to, while we were planning everything to go to Vegas and we we're also planning the wedding because yeah. we were planning like these two big things, like a, a full vacation and the wedding back to back. And it was like, she's like, my birthday's tomorrow. I'm like, yeah. So excited. I'm so excited. So excited but for it, that. But it was like, I, it was like, I knew that her birthday was coming up. So I didn't, it's not like I forgot about it. It was just like. It was just another thing to throw on a pile of stuff. It's like, <laughs> it's oh, yeah, like it's I like f- I got to. <laughs> I forgot about it. It's like I didn't remember that it was happening until it was the time. It, it was like the it was like the third or fourth thing on the list of important stuff that I had to plan f- that was coming up. Yeah. But number, I actually, number one was. Fortunately, I had already ordered her some sort of. Um, uh, she's a big fan of Japanese culture, so mm-hmm. I ordered one of those boxes from Japan where each month they send you like snacks from Japan. That's cool. That's super fun. Um, and but then because and it's a gift for you because too. Because the are you like yeah? Because she can't eat all those snacks. Yeah. Don't you want a second opinion on what those taste like? <laughs> it's like I bought her a new podcasting microphone. It's like I don't think that was for me. <laughs> well, if you're going, gonna be ungrateful, just take it back. I'll just take it back then and use it. <laughs> Is that a sure seven thousand? You're so lucky, baby. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's that's like top of the line. <laughs> then she's just gonna start her own podcast out of spite yeah. to spite me. She's like, just what I wanted. And you're like, wait. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start my own podcast yeah. called Gravy and Biscuits. It's called Crappy Gifts My Husband's Given Me. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the worst part. The the box that I ordered her. Apparently, October or September, there's some sort of Japanese moon festival. And so uh, there was a, a huge pre-order wait list for the boxes. And th- because of the moon festival, all of Japan shut down and it and the box took way longer to get to us. Mm. So she's so she just assumed that I did forget. Did she buy that reason? Um, probably not. I don't. <laughs> it's the moon festival they're, they're like, <laughs> it's the moon baby yeah what is the it you want mary yeah. is it the moon <laughs> do you want the moon mary i'll pluck the moon right out of the sky and give it to you <laughs> i'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down <laughs> yeah. there that's finally an old timey reference that you got yeah <laughs> that makes me not feel so old 
Yeah, still are, but as long as you don't feel it. Yeah, you're only <laughs> as old as you feel, is um, what old people say. I was wondering if... Okay, if hold on. Before we do anything, I we've almost gone... We've almost <laughs> burned the entire hour. We haven't done one segment. <laughs> I was thought all this would be written on your sheet. This was... <laughs> Michael Jackson. No, we've just been we've just been like uh, just improving all this stuff. We have so much stuff to talk about, th- or that I was planning on talking about. Jeffrey Dahmer was on here, but it wasn't. We didn't even cover the part about. Je- I was going to talk about whether or not Jeffrey Dahmer the show was exploitative. Oh, uh, or not. I I will say. For Are the you listeners, a fan of true crime podcasts? I, I am. For the listeners in the home, the Vince has a sheet of paper here with about seventeen bullet points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is usually usually uh, on biscuits and gravy. We have like kind of an outline of stuff that we can talk about, so that if conversation runs dry, we move on to the next segment. But conversation is not run dry yeah, with us. I can Rhonda just Hansen. talk forever. Yeah, uh, I am a fan of true crime. All right, so I- <laughs> you know it would be a crime if we didn't play some of our sponsors. So let's do let's play a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, I guess we'll have enough time to do some trivia or something. I yeah. don't know. We're almost out of time. Is uh, mention, mentioning the Frank and Weenie Reese's Cup 16 times on your list? Because we did that. No. Oh. The, um, on my list, though, was me getting those Tally Adidas shoes. Did you see that I saw on those. Instagram? Those are pretty cool. Oh, my God. That was like between me going to Vegas, getting married, and getting the Tally Adidas shoes, yeah. my Instagram has gotten more likes in like the past couple weeks than in my entire history on Instagram. He's I'm be- crushing it right he's now. He's becoming famous as we speak. I'm getting Instagram famous, but yeah. only because I've... <laughs> if you want to get more Instagram likes, guys, just get married. That's it. First every get week. engaged. Get engaged. A ton of likes. Yeah, I got a lot of likes on the engagement. I think I got more likes on the engagement than on the wedding pictures. Yeah, because the engagement's a surprise. Yeah. Wedding that people are like, we freaking saw that coming. Yeah, Duh, we knew you that you were getting married. <laughs> Hello. <Yeah>. Duh. <laughs> All right, let's play, let's play some sponsors, and then we'll be right back with Rhonda Hansen. Hi, I'm Vince Fodi, co-host of the Biscuits and Gravy Show. KAKU is a listener-supported station. This means that all of the great programs you hear, like mine, are supported by you as well as our underwriters. If you would like to help keep the voice of Maui talking loud and clear, go to kakufm.org slash donate today and give. And don't miss the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. on 88.5 FM, the voice of gravy. So... That was like, you're like, we got to go listen to our sponsors. And it's you talking about the Biscuits and Gravy show. <laughs> Me doing a commercial for the show that you're currently listening to. It's, <laughs> it's a, a Radio Ouroboros. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the snake eating itself. Mm. I don't like to, dis- to explain my jokes, but we have a lot of listeners that aren't very smart. Mm. And it's a- But not you, listener. You're the smartest. Talk about the other listeners. You're the smartest one. You, you, not those other ones. You, not those other ones, guys. But you, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. You're the smartest one. You're the smartest one. Corky. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she's listening. She's in Oregon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's probably watching either on Facebook Live or something like that. Yeah. So she found out that her <laughs> her sister put like a GPS tracker on her. <laughs> Honestly, though, I feel like if any of us were related to Corky. You might do the same thing. I even would f- I would be even more concerned for Corky at all times and I even more so than I currently am. That's even it would just be convenient with that tracker app. I'm right. now tempted to do that cuz I've anytime you go to a gathering with Corky if it's a uh, 
she's just very bad with directions and very bad at finding places. And there's been an easy like. <laughs> I think she plays that up though. I think most of the time, Corky is late and has just she she's on her way somewhere and she decides that she can't stand to be around other people. And so she just said, I got lost. I've done that before, too. I will say there I've was been, one time at, I think. I was it, I was going to a party one time, and I really didn't want to go to the party. And it, I had a hard time finding the party. So I was just like, well, I can't find the place. So instead of calling somebody, I'm just going to leave. Well, there was one party I was at. I think it was it was like a power-up gathering. <laughs> and she was she had kept on calling different people at the party at like 20 minute increments being like i'm at a different it was like uh at an apartment complex in kihei and she kept calling me like i'm at this place now i see a brown building and i'm like and she was like genuinely lost and uh, before trivia a couple months ago when she she came to oh by the way trish trish the dish is doing trivia payube coffee tonight six o'clock wow how right. can how convenient for people who live in Paia? yeah <laughs> or you can drive there. Oh, you were pl- you were just gonna plug it. Yeah. yeah. What? Uh, so when is it? Six o'clock at Paiute Bay Coffee. Six o'clock. Paiute Bay Coffee, and it's okay, like cool. spooky themes for the the month, but it's uh it's very fun. Oh, I love spooky theme trivia. Yeah. I bet I would be so good at that. Yeah. You know who'd be really great at that? Tony. Tony's like a horror fanatic. Oh. So all this, all this like, hot, like spooky stuff. I was gonna say there's a lot in and there. And his zombie shirt. He has that all year long. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it's not, just commit it's to one holiday. It's not just for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, my husband and I are like those losers that have a tub for Christmas and a tub for decorations, a tub for Halloween. and. I just bought my wife one of those. Here's a cool little thing. McDonald's brought back the little scary candy buckets. Oh, fun. Yeah. So it's very nostalgic for us. And my wife, which is, uh, this is probably the first gift that I've bought my wife was a spooky Halloween McDonald's candy bucket. See? And then she'll just talk about that on her Terrible Gifts My Husband Gave Me podcast. You know what? <laughs> she actually really wanted that. The podcasting microphone she did not ask for, but the, the spooky <laughs> yeah. Halloween candy bucket, yeah. that was actually me taking a hint. Yeah. Because she had mentioned that she wanted that. The towel shoes, I will say, I accidentally shoes. brought them in my own size. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, well, if they don't fit you, I'll take them. Yeah. Um. Uh, so since we're well since we're plugging stuff we should also plug that gilligan's every tuesday night has an open mic sign ups at eight it usually runs from like eight to ten something like that yeah i was gonna go but we were just both so tired and we decided to spend a little bit more time in our marital bliss together it was fun we both had the night off um it was really fun last night like there's a good crowd and they're doing it inside again okay yeah cool um, I also have uh, two podcasts I'm a part of. Instant Microwave Fuzz is a sketch comedy improv podcast um, that you can find on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the major platforms. Instant Microwave Fuzz. Instant Microwave Fuzz. We're also on Instagram at IMF Maui. You can find us on Patreon. Maybe you just don't want to listen to us, but you just want to give us money. That's valid, too. Yeah. Um, the other podcast. We have a Patreon also. Oh. Yeah. Plug it. It's uh, Biscuits and Gravy 808 on Patreon. Perfect. We only have one tier. It's the biscuit tier for oh. all of our biscuitiers out there. It's a flaky tier. Oh, we also have another. We have a, a cult level tier where you sign over all of your possessions to us and then you live on our front lawn. That sounds good. If uh, there's any off the grid or hoping to be off the grid listeners, that sounds like a good way to do that and a few easy steps. It'd be weird if you were off the grid but still subscribe to our podcast somehow. 
Well, after they I give you the all effort. their belongings, <laughs> they won't be able to subscribe anymore. There you go. Uh, also, Happy Hour Lab is another podcast uh, I'm a part of, and the wonderful Vince Fodi will be a, a guest soon. I got a formal invitation to yep. be, a, like a real invitation, a real invitation to be on the show, and I'm very much looking forward to it. I already know the cocktail that I'm going to do. Oh, and you should tell me after this so that I can make a note and we can't let anyone else do it. I told you already. Oh. Yeah. I texted you the name of the cocktail. I won't say it on the air because I don't want to spoil it, but I, it was already a cocktail that you had never heard of, so Perfect. you won't be doing it. It's a long list. It's very obscure, <laughs> and it's not very good, but it's uh, going to be a very interesting history That's behind fun. the cocktail. That was the uh, Black Velvet is half uh, Prosecco, half Guinness, <laughs> and also very fun backstory, um, interesting history, terrible drink. Which yeah. I, I, those are my most enjoy more. more. This, this cocktail was invented before cocktails were good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when it was just medicine. All right. So let's, let's wrap up the show by doing a little bit of trivia. We can do uh, Rhonda Kitt's Knowledge Pits. Rhonda Hansen it's is my stage Rhonda name Rhonda now. Rhonda Hansen's Knowledge Mansion. Oh, it's I a, like. It's a spooky mansion full Coming of, the of information. Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason from Tacoma, Washington wants to know, Franco-Americans are people of what nationality? Franco-American. Where are Franco-Americans from? Not James Franco. Germany? Ooh. France? <coughs> um, I'll give that one to you. It's not Germany. It was Fran oh. France. Or French-Canadian. Oh. Franco-American is also the name of a company that makes SpaghettiOs. So why they're called Franco-American and they make Italian food? No one knows. Mm. Alexa in Bend, Oregon wants to know, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are the creators of what cartoon? Oh, uh, that's uh, South Park. Very good. <laughs> and our third question comes from Kathy in Pukalani. She wants to know, what is the only NFL team in the NFL that's still undefeated in 2022? Dude. I don't even know sports. The Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> the, the band the bangles is incorrect <laughs> it's the philadelphia eagles but you got two out of three and you know what they say and that also means that that's the end of our show thank you so much Rhonda hansen for being on the show thanks for having me you're always a pleasure and a delight and i can't wait to be on happy hour Labs. yeah stay tuned listeners and we'll uh, we'll post about it when we're having vince on now that he's uh done with all his married crap yes and uh for me to you hello <laughs>